This is the Jail Ministry Podcast. The J-A-I-L, or Jesus Acts and Inmates Lives Ministry, is Christ-centered and provides programs focused on the prevention and intervention for the incarcerated. Jail Ministry also provides support to offenders, criminal justice professionals, victims, and their families. Thank you for your continued financial assistance. For more information, visit jailmen.org. Now, here's today's lesson. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters in Christ. God bless you. Good to see you again. Good to hear from you. And I uh, hope you're enjoying the uh, podcast and all that sort of thing. Evangelist Eric Walton with you again. And continuing our series on baptism. Amen. On baptism. Now, turn to Romans chapter 6. Uh, we'll look a couple of other places for supporting scriptures. I know I'm not going to get through the whole message, and I'm probably not going to come back and finish it later on. You'll get enough of it to where you understand. Now, um, I want you to think about this in the back of your mind. Uh, we're going to do verses 1 through 14. And, and uh, like I said, we ain't going to get all, all the way to 14, all right? But, but I want you to think about this, and the title is Dead to Sin, Alive to God. In this message, in these verses, is he talking about water baptism, or is he talking about spiritual baptism? Understand something. When Adam died in the garden, Genesis chapter 3, after Eve uh, got, the, the, the Satan got Eve to eat the forbidden fruit, Eve got Adam to eat the forbidden fruit. Satan couldn't get Adam to do it, but he could get Eve to do it. And Eve could get the man to do it. All right? He did not die physically. He died spiritually. He lived for 930 years. I believe he lived for 900 more years. He was 30 when he died. I, I can't prove that. That's right. I think he was 30 or 33 when he spiritually died in the garden. And uh, he lived for 900 more years. When we, we are born spiritually dead. Our body is spiritually dead. Uh, body, soul, and spirit is what we got. And the body is dead. The spirit is dead when you're born. Because we are the descendants of a man called Adam. Everybody is. It does not matter what color you are, what country you come from, whatever. We all find our progenity in Adam. In fact, if you go do a DNA test, you and I are cousins somewhere down the line. We may be close cousins. We may be far, at least since we're in America. All right. If you're African-American, you and I are probably a little bit closer. Amen. But uh, uh, we all are. So while we're reading this, and, and I'll point it out every now and then. I'm not going to point it out every time. He's got to be talking about spiritual baptism in some of these verses, or all of them, all right, I think. All right. And I'm not, but by the way, I'm not going to break fellowship with somebody over do they think it's water baptism or spiritual baptism. I'm not going to break fellowship with them. I'm going to keep on being their brother or sister in Christ. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure about what I believe and, and what I got here. And I think the scriptures uh, sustain that. And uh, a couple of times I'll mention it, but I won't all the time because there's more here than just that. Amen. And uh, so we're going to do the best we can. And uh, let's read verses 1 through 4, have a word of prayer, and then we'll start uh, teaching. Point number 1 is spiritually dead to sin. Point number 2 is spiritually alive or spiritually resurrected. All of us are resurrected. Amen. And uh, uh, um, we're coming back. Amen. Uh, our ancestry, we were alive and we died in the garden. Point number three, believe that you are dead to sin. Believe that you're dead to sin now that you're born again. Believe it. Amen. 
And that's what he said. Reckon ye yourselves dead indeed unto sin. Amen. Uh, uh, um, where is it at? Certainly, he'll say in one place. And uh, uh, another place, knowing this, that we're dead to sin. That's where point number three comes from. Believe you are dead to sin. Certainly, knowing this, reckon you yourselves are dead. Amen. Mentally assent. All right. These things are written that you may know that you have eternal life is 1 John 5, 13. God wants you to know that you're born again. And here he's saying, I want you to know that you're dead to the old man. If you don't know it, you can't say no to it. Amen. Sin will grab a hold of you. Verse 1. What shall we say? This is Romans chapter 6, verse 1. What shall we say then? Question mark. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God's riches at Christ's expense. Amen. Jesus died for us. Grace. Unmerited favor. We, can, we have eternal life. Not through anything we did, but what He did on the cross. He came out of the grave on the third day. Some of us don't understand how unbelievable that is. Death has been defeated. Satan had no power over God's creation until he got Adam to sin in the garden. Not Eve. Adam. Adam is the capital head of the human race. I say that all the time. We all come from Adam. Eve comes from Adam. Everybody comes from Adam. All human beings. Amen. God had turned creation over to him. When he sinned like that and, and by proxy followed Satan. The rest of us. Well, Satan became the head now. Why? Because our head followed him. All you men keep that in mind. You're the head. Amen. And your clan. Alright. And you women. Think about it. Am I marrying somebody, uh, planning to marry somebody, or married to somebody who's following Jesus? Or somebody who's going to follow the right way? Who, who stands on the word? You follow somebody that's not, you got a mess. You may want to live for God, but he doesn't. Remember, the man is the head, not the woman. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. It'll say that two times, once here and one through four, and then later on it'll say it again in verse five. All right. Let me go on. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Verse three. Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? That is clearly spiritual baptism, not water. All right, it's it's spoken of in the past tense. I was set free when I received Jesus, and I was spiritually baptized when the Holy Ghost came into me at the point of salvation. Amen. And I've pointed that out in other messages. Verse four. Therefore, because of what I just said in verses 1 to 3, Paul says, We are buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. If I baptize you in the water, I'm going to say you're buried with him like as Christ was buried, raised with him in newness of life. Amen. The water baptism is symbolic. It is saying he died. 
however many minutes, hours, days ago. It was two weeks for me. I got saved. Two weeks later, I got baptized. They said, do you want to get baptized? I said, well, sure, if that's what you do. I don't know nothing about God and the Bible. They said, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Sure, I'll do it. If that's what I'm supposed to do, I'll do it. Amen. Two weeks later, I got baptized. Some people, uh, the Ethiopian eunuch, he got saved in Acts chapter 8. And a few minutes later, they were riding along in the carriage. And Philip was explaining the scriptures to him, Philip the evangelist. And he said, hey, here's water. What hinders me from being baptized? He says, you can be baptized if you believe. The Ethiopian eunuch, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He is the Messiah. He is the Savior. He is the Anointed One. I believe based on the text, based on His works. Amen. I believe. Let's pray and we'll get to our message for today. Father, thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for uh, uh, the institution of baptism. Uh, thank you for the Bible. Thank you for the church, the Holy Ghost. And uh, pray, dear Lord, that you would just anoint my lips from on high. Forgive me where I failed yet. Pray for the young man over in the jail. You know who I'm talking about. And uh, pray your will would be done in that situation. And, um, well, I just pray you get all honor and glory. Let me explain this uh, very well. Dead to sin but alive to God, dead to sin, and now I'm alive to God. Help my brothers and sisters that are listening to this message. I pray they get much from it as we go through your word, and I preach your word in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 1, what shall we say then? And then you see a question mark. I'm using the New King James. All of them are pretty much the same on this. All right. What shall we say then? Question mark. To what? About sin and so forth. Shall we continue in sin? That grace may abound. Question mark again. He's going to answer the question for you, but both of them are understood. No. If I got saved and I'm born again, I got saved from sin. Alright, I got saved. Sin was killed. The wages of sin, Romans 6.23, this very chapter we're in, the wages of sin is death. Amen. By the way, understand something. You can be saved and you can still do every sin under the book. There's no sin that he can do that you can't do. An unsaved man can do that you can't do. David had gross adultery, murdered a man, did all kinds of stuff. Amen. And uh, he repented to God and this, that, and the other. And God said, well, you ain't going to die. The punishment for what you did is death. You ain't going to die. You're going to live. But guess what? The sword will never leave your hand. War and, and trouble within your own family will never leave your hand. There's always consequences to sin. The wages of sin is death. In some way or another, it's going to happen, and it's going to make it happen further or faster. Over in 1 Corinthians, I believe it's 6.18, it says, uh, it talks about uh, he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body or his own flesh. You're killing yourself faster. Fornication is all sex out of wedlock. I can only have sex with my wife, Andrea Walton, whether um, um, kissing, hugging, fondling, intercourse, whatever, you know, playing around, whatever. You can only have legitimate, God-blessed sex with your spouse. I'm just using that as an example, amen? And, uh, but, but the wages of sin is death. It will kill you faster, amen? That's what you're doing. You're dying prematurely, amen? You're dying prematurely, all right? 
And by the way, it's better to never have known sex than to know it. That's why you want a parent. Both of y'all want to be saved and keep your children out of certain situations and so forth. And you don't start when they're 13 or 14 or 15 or 18 years old. You start when they're 2, 3, 4, 5 years old. That's why the Bible always tells you, who was his mama? Uh, Who was the king in 2 Kings? It'll always tell you who the king's mama was. That means she was teaching him as a baby, as a child, probably up to five or six years old. Then the kid starts hanging with daddy more. Amen. He knows who his daddy is and his daddy interacts with him some. But mama's got a tremendous influence. And you want to start bringing them up and teaching them the word and all those sort of things. Amen. So the answer is, uh, uh, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. That is an absolute no in no way. Not no, but no. In no way continue in sin. Amen. Take it from a 64-year-old man who's been saved 44 years. Leave it alone. Get away from it. Hang out with some people that don't do all that crazy stuff. Amen. I didn't have to leave any of my unsaved friends. They left me because I wanted to go to church, read the Bible and other stuff. Amen. I'm not telling you I was totally a goody two-shoes. I still use profanity. And uh, uh, boy, I always love women, man. That was that was my weakness. I love them pretty women. Boy, women are beautiful to me. I have no idea why anybody's a homosexual. Man, there's women. Why would you want to be a homosexual? Amen. All right. That's another message for another time. So there when he says certainly not again, it's it's so you mentally understand. Okay, I'm going to cover certainly not. All right. Knowing this and reckon yourself all three of those things throughout these 14 verses, all three of those verses. Here's here's what he's saying to you in your mind, my saved brother, Christian brother, brother, sister in Christ. In your mind, make sure you understand, I'm dead to sin. Why am I going to smoke dope anymore? Why am I going to do alcohol anymore? Why am I going to do crystal meth anymore? Why am I going to the nightclub to pick up a girl anymore? Amen? To have some illicit sex, amen? Or whatever it is, all right? No, I'm certainly not. I'm not going to do these things anymore. Why am I going to rob and steal anymore? Why am I going to be a drug dealer? Why am I going to do cocaine? Certainly not. Two or, two or three more times. He's going to tell you and you think, why is he saying these things? He's saying these things. In your mind, Paul wants you to understand. You're dead to it. It was a spiritual transaction that happened for me on August 6, 1979. Like I said, 44 years ago. By the way, we just covered, we're in September now. I just had my 44th birthday, spiritual birthday. In uh, the month that just passed, almost exactly uh, one month ago, because it's September the 6th, the day that we're recording this uh, uh, thing and so forth. Amen. Verse 3, or do you not know that as many of us as were, watch this, were, is past tense, baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death. You know that's spiritual, because you ain't dead. Amen. You didn't, you didn't die yet, amen, and uh, in the likeness of his death and stuff like that. He'll go through here several times and say stuff like that. And you go, this ain't talking about water baptism. This is talking about spiritual baptism. I can use this to teach water baptism, but he's really talking about all these transactions are a past tense event. 
I read three commentaries on this passage. I didn't read any more. All of them were, it's a past, it's a transaction that happened in the past. Amen. I've been dead since August 6th. By the way, I was on cocaine, marijuana, alcohol, whoremongering when I got saved, August 6th, 1979. I ain't did cocaine, marijuana, alcohol, and all that other stuff since August 6th, 1979. Amen. Um, um, uh, why not? I'm dead to sin. Amen. I wanted to quit. I tried to quit numerous times. I could not stop until that transaction where I said, I believe that Jesus is the Christ. And I was saved. Amen. And, and I was dead to sin. No longer do I have to be a slave to it anymore. Sometimes when I'm teaching and uh, preaching these boys down here in the county jail that we work at here in uh, Belton, Texas, Bell County Jail, sometimes I tell them, you know, when I leave here today, fellas, I ain't going to get no drugs. I ain't going to get no alcohol. I ain't going to get no woman. I ain't going to do nothing. I'm leaving and going to my house. But before, if I was unsaved, I'd be stopping getting all this stuff. I got a pocket full of money and a nice car and blah, blah, blah. I could go do all these things. Amen. By the way, your flesh is still want to do all these things. Your flesh did not get saved. That's why Adam died 900 years later. Your flesh did not get saved. Your spirit got born again. Amen. Your spirit did. All right. Not your flesh. You'll get a new glorified body. On your way up, that's 1 Corinthians 48, 50, right around there. Amen. And he'll tell you that incorruption or corruption cannot inherit incorruption. Amen. So when you're going up and you're getting uh, raptured out of here, you'll get a new glorified body. Amen. And it's made to be uh, in the spirit world with God and it's made to be down here too as well. And you'll never have to worry about your flesh bothering you with sin anymore. Amen. All right. Uh, verse 3, or do you not know that as many of us were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death? Question mark. Again, Paul, man, we have read three verses and every one of them is in with, with a question mark. Amen. Uh, some of them are stopping. They got two sentences in one in one verse and they got a question mark in each one. He's trying to make sure. Why is he? He's, he's preaching and teaching them by asking them questions. And, and the obvious answer is no, 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 no. Amen. We're baptized into his death. All right. If it's dead, it's dead. When you go over to a dead man and you shoot him two or three more times, he doesn't go ouch, 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 and jump out of the coffin. Amen. He doesn't lay there because why? He's dead. Amen. Uh, you you put coffee in front of him in his morning time. He don't say, hmm, that coffee smells good. Give me some. No, he's dead. Amen. And be dead to sin. Amen. Verse four. Therefore, when it says verse 4 and it starts off with therefore, therefore, wherefore in the Bible, always verses 1 through 3 in this case. Amen. And by the way, uh, chapters, uh, uh, I want to say it's 6 through 8. It may be 5 through 8 here in Romans. Uh, 1 through 5 are talking about a salvation, um, being born again, getting saved. But 6 through 8 are talking about sanctification. Sit apart to God. He gave us the power to say no. Amen. Some people like to teach this passage right here and say, well, you ain't never going to sin again. That's not true. All right, that's not true. Your flesh is going to raise up on you at some point in time. In my case, over the 44 years, and uh, every day I have to ask God to forgive. But I ain't doing the kind of sins I was doing before. Amen. I'm, that, that man's been dead for 40-something years. Amen. 
and uh, thank God for it. Amen. I'm so glad about my life now. So, uh, uh, verse 4, therefore, we are buried with him. Okay, you ain't buried and you ain't in no coffin or dirt or uh, mausoleum or anything like that. When he says you're buried with him, okay, who do we bury? Dead people, amen? We're buried with him. Our old life is buried and dead. You got to go resurrected. By going over with the people who are doing sin or, or you just decide you're going to do it or whatever the case may be. Um, I've got a one Mountain Dew a week limit. And uh, um, last week we were having some kind of thing at our house and everybody was there. I went and got me a two liter. Amen. I resurrected my, my, my zeal or my lust for Mountain Dew. Amen. And I had too much. Amen. And um, by the way, I'm glad my sins are like drinking too much Mountain Dew. Amen. It used to be drinking too much other stuff, snorting too much other stuff, smoking too much other stuff. Thank you, brother. Um, we only got 10 minutes and I only been through three verses. I ain't even got verse four done here. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, just as Christ was raised from the dead. Why was he raised from the dead? He's alive. You're alive in Christ. New creature in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. My old stuff has passed away. Behold, all things are new. Amen. I'm living the new life in Jesus Christ. Amen. We're buried with him through baptism in the death that just as Christ was raised from the dead. I was raised from that. I was buried and raised from the dead August 6, 1979 when I got saved. And then two weeks later on the 20th, I got baptized uh, in the evening service at Maranatha Baptist Church in Okinawa, Japan. And but that water baptism was symbolic. It, it Really, all that dying and burying and raised and all that happened way back on the 6th. The water was just an announcement to the world. I'm dead to my old life. I'm born again in Jesus Christ. Therefore, many man be in Christ. New creature. Amen. Marvel not that John chapter 3, Jesus said to Nicodemus, a Pharisee, a guy that knew the Old Testament backwards and forth, could quote whole books of the Bible. He says, Marvel not that I say, ye must be born again. If you're not saved, today is the day of salvation. Get saved. Believe according to the scriptures that Jesus Christ is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the anointed one. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. All right? He's my Lord and Savior. I follow him. I'm on Jesus' team. Amen? The baptism, the water baptism is just telling everybody. They used to do it out in the, the city river or, or the lake or something like that. And everybody in the whole community knew this man just got saved and he's following Christ. Amen. It was a public pronouncement. Amen. And I think that's a good thing, not a bad thing. Verse 4, therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Amen. So the glory of the Father is what saved you too. Amen. Even so, we also should walk in newness of life. New creature in Christ. Amen. New creature in Christ. I'm looking at down in my notes to make sure I haven't skipped anything. Amen. And uh, we're doing very good. Alright. And uh, John 1 12. But uh, uh, let's see. But as many as received him to them gave me power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe. 
You get saved by believing in Jesus Christ, not by saying a prayer. I will lead you in a prayer, but your belief in him as the son of God is what saves you. Romans 10, 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart. When they translated it, uh, because of the way Greek is written, and they did a little translation in the King James, uh, it sounds like they're saying, uh, confess with your mouth and then believe. You ain't going to confess with your mouth until you believe first. Amen. So it's, it's backwards because of the, the way Greek's written versus, versus the way English is written. They believed. Amen. And one more, 831, I already told you about the Ethiopian eunuch. He's reading the Bible, Psalms 53. Philip the evangelist comes up and says, do you understand what you read? He says, no. He says, can I explain it to you? Yes, come up and explain it. He explained it, and, and he never ever, they're, they're going along. He says, well, man, I ought to get baptized. Here's water. What's stuff? He says, well, you can if you believe. Believe, amen? Believe. That's why the verse up there in chapter, in, in, in verse 2, starts with, certainly not. Mentally. Mentally. The transaction has occurred. You know what? A man didn't know he had paid off his house, even though they sent him, his, I sent him a notice, the bank did, the mortgage company. It's paid off. He kept paying them money. And after about two or three months, they'd send the money back to him. And he... he because in his mind, he didn't understand. I paid off the house. The debt has been settled. John 1930, uh, uh, St. John 1930, or the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 30. Jesus says, he's on the cross, and right before he dies, he says, it is finished. I paid the price on the cross with his blood and his death that all sins were paid for. Your sins for all of your life have been paid for way back uh, AD 33 or something, you know, when Jesus died on the cross. Amen. And um, lo and behold, uh, if you receive them, they were paid for. Now, we, we still need to tell him we for, forgive us. Thank you, brother. Five more minutes. All right. So walk in newness of life because you're saved. Verse five. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, you know, it says the likeness of it. You didn't really die. Spiritually, your old man died. Your sin nature died. Amen. All right. Certainly, there, certainly again, we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. He said, just like he spiritually, just like he physically died, you in the likeness of that, you certainly died too. You certainly shall be resurrected. We're new creatures in Christ. Amen. Paul is not trying to repeat himself. He's trying to drive home a point. He's making a legal argument. Amen. Uh, the likeness of his death refers to the symbolic death there. Amen. United together. Amen. By the way, it is not symbolic that you died on the cross with him when he died. Uh, or now, uh, for, for me, uh, 1,970 some years later, all right, uh, I, I, I appropriated that death way back then in 33 AD. Same thing for you. Amen. We all all shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Amen. Are you living the resurrected life? Are you living the resurrected life? Or are you still living the old life? Are you, are you trying to grow in Christ? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. All right. That's Hebrews eleven six. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God is Romans 10, 17. We walk by faith and not by sight. 
You can have faith in what I'm saying to you because it's said in the Bible. God tells you this. His almighty or awesome word is telling you we walk by faith and not by sight. By the way, this is an elementary, basic, uh, uh, new believer lesson. Amen. I'm going all over these passages because we uh, baptized like 29 people. And I think either none or one of them understood that you're not saved by getting water baptized. You're saved by believing in Christ. And you need to be water baptized to be obedient as a new believer to Christ. Amen. You can still be saved without getting baptized. The thief on the cross. Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. You don't have to get water baptized to get saved. He was spiritually baptized. He, saw, he said to Jesus on the cross. They both were up there. Him, he deserved to be there. Jesus didn't. He said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come to your kingdom. And Jesus replied to him this day because he believed in him. He believed you're the Messiah. You're the anointed one. You're the Savior. Amen. He believed. Amen. You're the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. Amen. He believed. And that day, his soul and spirit went to heaven with Jesus. Amen. When he died on the cross, they broke his legs and he died. Jesus was already dead. Verse 5, likeness of his death. Certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Verse 6, knowing this. We got two minutes. I'm not going to get it all out. That our old man was crucified with him. That the body of sin might be done away with. That we should no longer be slaves to sin. Amen. There's a song, No Longer a Slave to Sin. I can't remember who that guy is who sings it. He went into prison and sung it in there. And uh, he's on most of the contemporary Christian radio stations. Amen. And uh, knowing this. So we've had certainly not two times. One minute. And we've had knowing this. Do you know that you're saved? Do you know that you've been, that you're dead to the old life and resurrected to the new life? I pray you do. Amen. I got about half of it done. No, about a third of it done. And um, however the Holy Spirit leads me, uh, we'll move on. You read through there. All you need to know is in there. Amen. 1 through 14 about baptism. Amen. Let's close in a word of prayer and move on for Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for Jesus. Uh, help put down COVID and the lies about COVID and uh, um, help us understand that we uh, have already been spiritually baptized and we need to get uh, water baptized just to be obedient and to say to the world, I'm dying to the old man and alive to the new man like you told us to do over in Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Pray for all my brothers over there and sisters and uh, help us here in jail ministry. Uh, we pray Jabez's prayer that you will enlarge our coasts and we'll see greater things done ahead than behind. Anoint us from on high. Forgive me of my sins. I pray that everybody listening will tell you right now, I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and uh, that they would get saved. And we ask all these things in the blessed name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. In His name we pray. Amen. God bless you.